Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey y'all. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yezo! Hi. Hi. So, everyone... Guess what we're not doing today? A regular podcast, because this is no regular day. We have an extraordinary guest who we have known for a long time. Shanti, I, I see that you have a whole little spiel, honey. I'm going to let you get into it. Yes. But this is someone who we consider a friend, someone who we have looked up to, someone who is, is, has helped us in our journey quite a bit. Who included us in her world, who saw the value in us, and it still kind of doesn't make any sense to us today. Why? Like us? But we love her, we root for her, and that her is Miss Nikki Walton, aka Curly, Curly Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> Thank you guys. That was so beautiful. Y'all have no idea how much you changed my life like y'all are so <laughs> cool like so much cooler than oh. me I remember like one I think it was you Shanti you reached out and you were like you should try a I remember I didn't even wear that. makeup 
I didn't even wear makeup when I was blogging. I was in Greece, honey, with no anything on my face. And you were like, maybe, maybe. You should check out like a red lip or something. And it was maybe. MAC. You're like, what I don't was know. Your, you your, was the go-to. Was, it was Ruby MAC. Woo. It was Ruby Woo. And I started wearing a red lip in like 20, what was that, like 2011 or something. And I never looked back. So my lipstick look, I still don't wear makeup. Well, you don't need it. That lippy situation. Girl. Is y'all. My head wrap situation. I was talking to my mom today about y'all because I was trying to explain the significance of seeing your faces today and actually communicating with you again. And I told her, I'm like, the first time I ever like wore a head wrap was because of y'all. You guys did a post on curlynikki.com um, about like your hair. I think it was mm-hmm. you again, Shanti, with your hair like wrapped up. It was super cute, like a nice yeah. the retro style. bow. The retro bow. Yeah. So for those that do not know, yeah. So thank yes. you for. No, it it was, it was, (laughs) was it symbiotic? We were helping each other. The growth was, was mutual. The respect and love was mutual. Um, But Nikki, for those that do not know, Nikki is the OG of Uh natural hair. She was the first blog that, uh, yeah, I think really went viral and was a hub and space where so many women who were starting their natural hair journey got their research, their inspiration, their community. It extended more into like a lifestyle thing as well because everybody fell in love with you and your family and your journey, your mom, your sister, your grandmother, your daughter, your husband, like all of these people in your life at that time were like, you know, a part of our journeys. And um, and you really helped kick off and kind of like fuel a revolution. And like, you know, I was listening to an interview that you had with the Breakfast Club. And it's like, because of you, our daughter's are going to have a certain kind of representation and a wealth of um, information and like at the, at the tip of their fingers in a way that we kind of had to, you know, create ourselves and you definitely led the way and like was an inspiration for so many folks. Um, So I'm just going to go off with your little list of who you are for people that don't know. They're going to find out today. Um, Nikki Walton <laughs> is a best-selling NAACP Image Award-nominated author, TV personality, podcast host, and licensed psychotherapist. Nikki launched Curly Nikki in 2008, which became the number one natural hair care beauty blog in the world, reaching millions of women in over 30 countries and influencing the marketing and formulation of products for major beauty brands. Over the past 12 years, Nikki has leveraged her influential and ever-growing platform to uplift women and promote self-love and freedom through her website, newsletter, social media events, appearances, podcasts, and as co-founder and host of the Be Her Summit. She has been featured on Forbes, Madame Noir, The Griot, Teen Vogue, The Root, and The Breakfast Club. So, child. applause here. Insert applause here. She's sitting here like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Serious. I mean, I, I, I think um, it is important to kind of just go back so people understand who you are. We, we definitely just gave um, yeah. a little bit of backstory as to, you know, um, how you got started. Um, and I think it's definitely important to kind of understand the pivot that you have taken now. So... Mm-hmm. If you could just very briefly just take it on back to, 
the beginning before yeah. blogs were like I don't know. I guess for blogs were a thing, <laughs> I but I think for like the the community of Black women, it just became a completely different thing. So yeah. if you could just take us back, that is so true. Yeah. So I just didn't like my hair and I didn't even really consciously know or understand that. I just knew that I only felt good when my hair mm -hmm. was straight and it was always straight, not relaxed, but pressed, you know, heat styled. And when I got to college, it was a very small white school in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, and there were no black stylists. So all of a sudden I couldn't get my hair straightened regularly and my self-esteem plummeted. It was not good. I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel confident. It, it I just, it was not good. And instead of learning to work with my texture and learning to love my hair, I learned how to straighten it myself. And so of course I damaged it. And then when I saw that, you know, I was also, I had this self image of the skinny girl that's pretty with long hair. Mm. Like that's who I was in high school, like nerdy skin. And I didn't have many friends, but my one thing I did have was that I had long hair and in our community, mm -hmm. that's important. You know, like I had quote unquote right. good hair. So when I started breaking my hair off, I'm like, okay, something's got to give. So it wasn't even like, let me learn to love my hair. It was, let me stop breaking my hair off because I like having long hair because that's a part of who mm. I am. <laughs> so that was the original motivation and it's all messed up, right? Like that's so much society in my head. So I start reading about like curly hair texture, highly textured hair and the way I operate, like I'm a researcher and a synthesizer and I'm, I get excited about what I'm learning about and I want to share it. So I joined forums, several forums. They were like, uh, naturality and long hair care forum and naturally curlies curl talk forum and I spent a great deal of time <laughs> in those forums on my little Dale computer <laughs> and so much time that I'm like eventually I'm like you know maybe I should do something with this because I was researching so much and sharing so much and people were like if you build a site we'd come to it because we're only coming to these forums to see what products you're using mm -hmm. why you're using them which ingredients you right. claim are working um, not styles, because I was never really big on styles. It's just, I would do the twist and curl. That was like my my one contribution <laughs> to like your toolbox of styles. But people wanted to know what I was using and why I was using it and the henna thing. And so I launched Curly Nikki with 30 articles that were already in my head. I just typed them out, Googled how to start a blog on Blogger, spent $10 for a domain. And that was that but I also have a very intuitive way of moving. And so I knew I had to get relevance and get attention. And so as I was doing content, I was also spending time reaching out to people. And at the time, Tyra Banks had a very popular show. And so I started reaching out to her, her team. They let me start blogging, you know, like sharing my, my articles mm. from Curly Nikki to their website, their show site. And it got her attention because I sent so much traffic over there from curlynikki.com. Wow. This is 09, like wow. a year into blogging. And she's like, let's have her on wow. the show. Last season, I was on with B. Scott. That's when I met B. Scott. And he's yes. amazing. They are amazing. And yeah, it was all after that, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And once you get a show, you know, it's easier to get on the next one. And people could sense that this was not a trend you know, it, it was clearly already a movement and a lifestyle, even in 09. 
But I mean, obviously, it's completely mm-hmm. changed the face of black women. I'm honored to be a part of that cohort that changed the way we view ourselves and that brought a new level of freedom to us, yeah. you know, to not have to be worried about what our hair looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's a ridiculous statement. Like, what am I going to do with my hair? Like, you're going to just do what it, it's going to do what it do. Like, you're going to twist it out. Mm-hmm. You're going to put it in a bun. You're going to put it in a puff. You can put it under a wig. You can put it in braids. But it's not, it's no longer the first thought when it's time to go in for a job interview or when it's time to go on vacation. You know, it's just one other thing. Just one other thing, not the major thing that's a stressor. Yeah, I love that you say cohort because it was like gang, gang. It was like (laughs) there were levels to it. I I don't know who's like out there dominating now, but it's just so funny that you can kind of to see where everybody is in their lives right now that, you know, where everyone started. Um, So you were you when the blog started, you had graduated college. I had graduated. Okay, graduate, graduate school. So yeah, it was like all during college. I was wearing my hair natural, and my, you know, peers hated it. They did not like my hair. This was 05, 06, 07. They were like ill, you know. And then in graduate school, that was so. From 01 until 05, I was in undergrad wearing uh-huh. puffs, Afro puffs, especially toward junior and senior year. People didn't like it. I was trying to learn to like it in an atmosphere where the few black people that were on campus Mm -hmm. thought my hair was ugly. Then I get to graduate school and I just had like a class full of white folks and they didn't care. (laughs) So, and it was in North Carolina and it was super humid and I could not straighten my hair anyway. So I was already like really rocking natural and yep. Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And that was, I graduated from graduate school in 07 and then I launched the blog. So, you, you know, you go through all the school, you go out, you start your professional career, I assume. What, when were you like, oh, shit, like, I, I can live and be a blogger. Like, this is, <laughs> fuck a job. I can. You know what? Graduate a- school, I was in a master's program for basically social work, but it's counseling. And you know how they bring in people? Um, to just kind of like, you know, talk about like what it's like when you get out of Mm -hmm. school and start working. Like a career counselor? No one, yes, no one that they brought in looked Mm. happy. Everyone looked, I could sense it. I'm like, I don't want to, this is not going to be my life. Like no one looks okay. And then after I got out of school, I got my first job. I was like an outreach director and I had a gorgeous like mahogany desk and windows and it was a beautiful office with a door, you know, and my mom was like, you got an office with a door, your first job. Mm. And I hated it. I'm like, I don't want to be here ever. You know, like I don't, I felt, I didn't like the idea of having to have such a strict schedule that never fit. I forgot to hit record. I'm too busy Uh talking and enjoying. Go ahead. He'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) okay um yeah so I just it never fit with who I felt like I was inside like having such a strict schedule and so when I launched the blog I did not launch it thinking it was going to be a career it was just a passion it was just fun there was no business plan when I launched curlynikki.com but it very quickly I very quickly became aware that it was the solution and I've told the story before that it was 2000 the end of 2009, top of 2010, 
um, I got pregnant with my first and I started doing affirmations. I don't have to go to work to make a lot of money. I can stay home and raise my daughter. I can stay home and be with my family and make good money doing what I love. And I would walk every day when I was pregnant, three miles mm. every day in my little neighborhood. And um, it was in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'd walk those three miles and I'd say, I don't have to go to work to make money. And I would be listening to yeah. Diva, Beyonce, like over and over while I was walking and saying this mantra. And it wasn't even a month after she was born that that became my reality and continues to be my reality today. And so you could say that, the affirmation, the mantra brought it about, or you could say that the silence that I would become aware of because my mind was focused on one singular thought for that extended period of time every day, maybe the silence brought it about, or it could have just been like a premonition, like that that was going to happen anyway. I don't know what it is or what the case was, but I know that during that time, that's what I was doing, and then that became my lived experience. Mm. Go ahead, Shanti. So... Antoinette and I blogged as well, and shout out to making it, um, you know, something that is fruitful and, and financially um, f lucrative, but it's a grind. We were posting every day. We Absolutely. were staying up late. We were learning HTML, and, um, you know, it, it was not easy. And um, eventually we slowed down, but I can only imagine what, because you had far more people seeking your attention. So, yes, you're an entrepreneur, but what was that, what did it feel like? What was your life like as um, when, when you were managing the blog by yourself daily? It was yes. beautiful in the beginning. So, like, 08 to 2013 when I launched the book mm. with HarperCollins. That time frame between 08 and 2013, for me, it did not feel like work. And like you said, it's a grind. You don't take vacation. Vacation is right. content, you know. And I was posting three times a day, seven days a week. I posted on holidays because that's when people were at home. You know, like I never was not posting. I was always answering emails, always responding to everyone in the forums and comments, you know, just to show my appreciation and gratitude. And it did not feel like work until I got to 2013, where I had all these accolades. And, you know, my book had done, you know, performed better than the publishing house could have ever expected. They did not think it would perform well because it's such a small group of people we were targeting. And it, you know, just like blew and... You know, I'm on Dr. Oz and I'm getting spots on Steve Harvey's radio show regularly, mm -hmm. like frequently. And I'm on the TV show and and I'm like, but I was still not happy. I'm like, I was always waiting for the next magazine feature, emailing, 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 trying to get the next interview, trying to get the next on the couch interview for CurlyNikki.com, trying to get that next celebrity to say yes. I they weren't getting interviews. you would get the celebrities blog, yeah, on the trusted. couch. I forgot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, that was a thing. And it was really stressful trying to get those interviews because, you know, the gatekeepers are not right. kind. <laughs> so like having to learn how to get a no and not feel bad about it for the rest of the day. Um, I could tell I'm like I've got a husband and a house and a Benz and a big diamond and a healthy baby and healthy parents and I'm healthy and I'm not happy something's wrong 
And I remember calling Tracy Ellis Ross because we had just thrown a party in Times Square. And I reached back out and I'm like, hey, I didn't know who else to call. And I felt terrible. And I remember weeping on the phone with her. And she's like, you've got to read more than Law of Attraction books. She's like, it's a great way in to this, but you've got to go deeper. And she just, she's like, Google Law of Detachment. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to learn to detach from this worldly stuff. And so I started reading like Eckhart Tolle, Power of Now, Michael Singer's Untethered Soul, Ram Dass, Be Here Now, and then 600 more books. So like between 2013 and 2017, really until like 2018, I was under a rock, like in a cave in my inner church, in my inner temple, meditating, reading, trying to get to this happiness that was very elusive out here. And I found it right here where I am, where you are, it's the same. And once you are in touch with that, you are joyful. You bring joy to everything you do, even the things that are not quote unquote fun to do. And you also begin to see your outer purpose. So your true purpose is finding this. That is like the happiness that's not fleeting, that's not tied to how much you weigh or how much money is in your bank account or what projects you have pop in. You find this thing that is not a thing, but this thing that is not fleeting, that is the only thing that's not coming and going. And then you see it take the shape of meaningful work and healthy relationships and opportunities that I believe would be unavailable if you weren't in this hmm. alignment. See, I, I, um, I'm not there yet. <laughs> and I, I'm listening to this and Shanti when we had when we when you reached out and was like, hey, I'm finally ready to do the interview. And we were like, ah, and Shanti was like, she going to get you together because I'm very much this person. that's like the next thing, the next thing. ooh, the next task. Like I'm a project manager. Like I'm that person that's like, ooh. and I know that it's probably in the back of my mind somewhere. I know that it's not the best approach. I do. And I'll never forget mm. being, I think, at that event with Tracy Ellis Ross and you mm. and Shanti and I came like to support and like, we're like, Oh, we're finally going to meet her. We were all excited. And then we like locked eyes and we're like behind, like, I think it was whatever that yeah. red, like, you know, the velvet rope kind of thing. And I remember yeah, you saying, yeah. those are my friends. And we were like, what? <laughs> but I remember us talking to you <laughs> and course. you having this energy that was like not celebratory. It was like stress. And it was just like, I wanted yeah. to, I could tell you wanted to be around someone that you felt like I could just be for a second. And I remember yeah. leaving and Shanti saying like, I'm worried about her. And like, it didn't register to my dumb ass. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's on top of the world. But mm -hmm. seeing what's, what has transpired, seeing your growth and seeing, I don't even know if, a, if it's a pivot. I look at it and I'm like, it's, it's a, deeper dive because you were doing the work ah, you know yeah. like mm -hmm. you this work yeah. that like when it comes to the blog when it comes to the it was self-love it was going in deeper it was it was just the top layer of it and now you've like gotten yeah yeah down so to good. like the core yeah. where like you're at that you know where the earth mm -hmm. is like it's about to burn you you're just so yeah enlightened right um yeah. i don't know i just say all that to say like i i i wonder what it was like Cause I, there had, well, when you went in this cave, there had to have been so many people like, what are you doing? 
and what that pressure was like. Everyone around me, it's like, you're crazy. Like, you must be crazy. Like, what's wrong, first of all? Everything's gravy. Like, you have no right to feel like you have to complain about. Yeah. Get back to work. But I knew, I'm like, it doesn't matter what anyone says. You know, I'm like, it doesn't matter what they say, how they feel about me, how they would want to judge it. I could feel, and there was almost Mm. an urgency Mm. to read the books. Because there was something inside of me that was like, you have to understand this because you're going to have to share it. it. It felt like that same kind of energy I had with natural hair. And, I, and it was weird because there would be times, I was in D.C. now by this time, and I'd be sitting up there on that rooftop reading for hours. And I'm like, I should be contributing to society in some meaningful way, not just consuming books on enlightenment and non-duality like Hinduism and non-dual Christianity. I'm like, I should be doing stuff. And then in my clearest moments, I knew, I'm like, this is my contribution, finding this here so I could help other selves, you know, other me's figure out how to find it there where they are. And once I saw that, I started being easier on myself the, I'm sorry. and stopped caring. I, I still care a tremendous amount about everyone, but I stopped caring about right. what they think about me. <laughs> and that helped turn the tide a bit. So it's like I knew that I'm like, this is what I have to do. This is my calling. And, you know, with the launch of this new podcast, Good Mornings or God Mornings with Curly Nikki, I can see, I mean, it's taken off and it has the same energy that curlynikki.com had, that same energy and that same drive where it, I work on it all day, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like work. Hmm. And it's number yes. one yes. In category on Apple charts right now. It's crazy. That's Daily amazing. Um, so what, 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 number one, if you could be specific, cause I think. I think everybody has intuition, right? Everybody has something that's saying, do this, don't do this, stop this, start this. Um, what, when you say you were unhappy, what, what were you, what were you experiencing? Cause I feel like that's such a, you know, like broad yeah. stroke, like mm, just, Irritable, easily mm-hmm. annoyed. Um, there is a very familiar way of being Shanti. There's a very familiar way of being Antoinette. There's a very familiar way of being Nikki. And even though we seem to be boxed into our own little body and minds and have our own experiences, there's an energy that comes up in you that you're very familiar with that you don't mm-hmm. like. It does not feel good. And sometimes you call it anger. And sometimes you call it frustration. And sometimes you call it fear. But it's that same feeling. And maybe... You know, when you were 10, it was triggered by your teacher. You didn't like authority figures. And then maybe when you were in college, it was triggered by that boyfriend who broke your heart. That same feeling, different seeming situation, but the same feeling over and over again since you can remember. And now maybe it's triggered by work stress, you know, like your coworker or your boss, you know, or your business partner, like whatever it is, it's the same feeling. But you look out here and you say, Mm. the boss is causing it now or my spouse is causing Mm. it now. But that feeling has been with you mm. since you can remember. So it's like the outer circumstance doesn't even matter as much as you being aware of the energy that comes up that seems to be triggered by the outer circumstances. If you can see that the outer circumstances mm. are secondary to this feeling. For me, I experience it in my stomach and in my chest. 
and sometimes like a rapid heartbeat if I get an email that either I'm excited because I'm scared or nervous, like, is it going to be good? Like, this is something I'm waiting on. But it's like that same feeling, the same feeling I'd get if I was checking my ex's phone, right? So, like, my heart would race, you know, like a little bit of um, clamminess. Like, it's it's not a, the same feeling you'd get on a roller coaster. We get that when we're not on roller coasters. We get that when we're in no physical, like, present danger. Becoming aware of that feeling in the moment when you're having it. That's the number one goal, because as long as you can be aware of it and not try to label it, give it a name, give it a reason, give it a cause and Mm. just be with it for the first time. That's what brings Mm -hmm. about the healing. Like the awareness of it is what brings about the miracle. But our attention is so divided that we're just quick to say he made me feel like this. She made me feel this way. She didn't do this. And that's why something's wrong with me that I feel this way. Everybody out of it. Exactly broken or need to be fixed or healed in a particular way um, for me to escape nope. this feeling. It's just you need to sit with this for the first time ever. Just be with it. And it is painful and it's scary and how, so necessary. And the more you can how do How long it, were better. you sitting in that kind of discomfort before you felt a... I mean... Mm. Yeah, oh, like about two Joe. years. So I can say... <laughs> When exactly. Oh, girl. <laughs> Fuck that. That. I know, but but it the problem was I was going back and forth between teachings. And that's why I started this podcast because I want to help save people some time. I was still going back and forth between like law of attraction, trying to manifest stuff out here teachings and enlightenment teachings, trying to figure out why we're here and what this is. And going back and forth, it's like they say if you're trying to dig for water and you keep moving from spot to spot to spot, you're never going to get down far enough to hit that water. But if you keep digging in the same place, you're going to get there. And so when I finally picked one practice, which was when any of that negative energy came up, seeming to be caused by my ex, seeming to be caused by, you know, something with work, I would stop in that moment and sit down and close my eyes and let it come and just let it be there. Like inner weather, just like there's outer weather, inner weather so oh there's a storm here I can't do anything about this storm all I can do is let it be here and be aware of it and see what else is here and what else is here is a peace a calm a love and you can usually in those moments only feel one percent of that love it's easy to feel that love when you're on vacation or you know when it's the weekend with Saturday morning but you can feel that love in your darkest moment and when you can remember that you can feel that love in your darkest moment, when you're sitting with that, that storm inside, like I said, it starts to break up the storm. The clouds start to thin out. And you see the sun is always shining, even when it appears to be a terribly stormy day. You know. And yeah, two years, because it took me a while bouncing back and forth. But after I decided to practice feeling love next to the storm or during the storm, that's when I met Oprah. Yeah, yeah. That's when I met Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, I met, I was on stage with Coldplay and I didn't affirm this. There was no vision boarding. That's an, actually an interesting story if you want to hear that story. It just takes a minute to tell, but it was. Yeah, dope. how did you meet? <laughs> it was really cool. And it was like a wink from the universe, you know. Um, so I, it was 2018. I was already fully, like you said, is it a pivot or a more deeper dive? But I knew I didn't want to talk Child. about hair anymore. Like Amen. that was done. You know, I was completely done. And I also knew I really wanted to talk about spirituality, like 
heavy, but I hadn't had the opportunity to do so. And so I'm on Instagram in September scrolling in my phone and I come across Usher, Raymond, and a doctor named Dr. Sadegi, and they're doing an event somewhere in the world about consciousness, the I am, mm. this love that I read about in practice. And I'm like, that's dope. Not going to try to DM Usher because I know he won't reply, but let me DM this doctor. So I hit him up and I'm like, hey, I'm Nikki Walton. This is who I am. This is who I was. This is what I do now. This is what I'm trying to do. I would love to do events like this and speak with you on panels about consciousness um, here's my information. And he wrote right back and he said, give me your information, your PO box or your address, and I'll send you out a care package. And he did. And I got the care package and no, 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 mm -mm, back up. That's September. Fast forward to November. I'm scrolling through my phone again and I'm on Instagram and I see Russell Simmons is having an event. I'm sorry. There's like a nap <laughs> here. Russell Simmons is having an event and it's actually not even his event. He's advertising for this consciousness summit. And I got a little jealous a little bit because, I mean, the panel was dope. And I could feel that energy of, like, you want to be doing this. It's in Africa. It's all these really cool people that are talking about the thing that you want to be talking about. And I could feel that initial gut energy of, oh, I want to be there. I want to be doing, this is what I should be doing. But instead of going with that energy, I felt the love and I messaged the woman who was organizing it. And I said, Hey, I'm Curly Nikki. This is what I used to do. This is what I do now. Maybe if you're doing this again in 2019, I can come. And she wrote right back and we got on a WhatsApp call and we talked for two hours, like the way we're talking. And she's like, I wish I would have met you before, because if I had, you would be here. Could you get to Africa yeah. in four days? And I'm like, let me look. And at the time, you know, money was thin at this time because I was transitioning, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I get on Orbitz and the tickets were like cheap for a trip to South Africa last minute, like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars cheap. And I'd been before and it was like three thousand dollars, you know, to go in advance. So I'm like, OK. And she's like, I can put you up. I'll find you somewhere to stay. This is a stranger, but she's a black woman. And she posts about spirituality and the energy felt good. And she's like, I'll find you somewhere to stay you get here and you can be on this panel with these other spiritual messengers. And so I get the ticket and this is a Saturday in November on that Monday before Tuesday, cause Tuesday I'm flying out to Africa on that Monday. I go to my PO box, which I only check once a quarter and there's, I'm hoping there's a check in there. So I'll have some money to spend when I get there to eat and stuff. And so I get there and there's no check, but there's that box. And I'm like, oh, I forgot all about this from the doctor. And it had been in there for months. So I open the box and there's buttons that say love, like a thousand buttons. And there's books and there's DVDs. So I immediately DM him and I say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. It's been months. Thank you for this very generous care package. I'm on my way to South Africa. But when I get back, I would love, you know, to talk with you about how we could work together. And he wrote right back and he said, oh, are you going to the Global Citizen Festival and I'm like, oh, no, I did hear that that's happening at the same time, you know, the same weekend. But I'm going to be at a completely different, unrelated event called the Global Consciousness Summit. The Global Citizen Festival is where Oprah, Beyonce, mm, Jay-Z, right. like Dave Chappelle, everybody was going to be. And I knew that was happening. But like she had told me, like, there's no way to get tickets to that. We're just doing this in the same atmosphere as that. 
And so he's like, oh, well, give me a call. Here's my number. You're the luckiest woman in the world. I'm like, what? So this is Monday before I leave Tuesday. So I give him a call and he's like, I work with Coldplay. My nonprofit organization is affiliated with them and they do the Global Citizen Festival. Like it's their event. So I can get you into everything. Um, You just got to like blog for our organization and get some buttons and hand them out. He said, I need to get you some buttons. I'm like, you sent me buttons two months ago, like a thousand of them. And he's like, oh, that's right. That's how God works. That's how love works. So he gets me access to everything, everything that I knew I wouldn't have access to on a trip that I never knew I was going on. So I get to Africa and my bags don't make it because I almost missed flights. It was a whole ordeal because it's winter, you know, and it was crazy trying to get there. So I make it to South Africa with an hour to spare before Oprah goes on stage and I made it. I made it. I had to buy clothes in the airport at the Woolworths. <laughs> oh, there was a Woolworths. Woolworths. <laughs> wow. There was a Woolworths in the airport. I bought clothes, but I'm super skinny. And so everything was a little too baggy. It was but a vibe. It, I made it work because I was in like yes. ripped jeans. Right. So I got there. When I got there, though, the VIP was deep. It was like 2,000 people. And they were dressed to the nines. And I'm like, I'm never going to meet her with all. It was at a university. And I'm like, I'm never going to meet her. And so I'm standing there next to security. Everybody is seated. And he's like, ma'am, got to take your seat. And so I'm listening to him. And I'm looking at the VIP, looking like there's no seats. And then I look to my right. And I can see people taking waters up a ramp. And I'm like, hospitality suite. And so my legs started moving. Can you, got, can you hear me? Yeah. I just got a bunch you went of up alerts. for a minute not can you. Yeah, it says, like, your default has changed. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. So my legs start walking before I knew what was going on, and I walk up the ramp past three security guards. (laughs) I had on all black, and I had on my red lip, and my hair was dope. I looked very official. They didn't bother me, and I went back, and I sat down, like, in a chair. Oh my goodness. With like, there was like She's seven like, other chairs and a couch, like kind of in a circle. And five minutes later, out of the corner of my eye, coming up that same ramp, I could see six people and one of them was in the front and they had on all white. And I'm like, that's her. And they came and they sat behind me and I had to sit there and pretend like I was supposed to be there. And I knew they knew I wasn't supposed to be there, but they didn't say anything. And so I finally got up the courage to ask for a picture. And she was very gracious and she gave me the picture. And when I looked at it, when I sat back down in my seat with my back to her, it was a terrible picture. My eyes had a glare and she was looking down and I'm like, I've got to ask her for another picture. So oh my God. Get back out. So they start singing Bold. a national anthem. It. They're singing the national anthem. Her people that are with her are looking at me like, who's this bitch? Like, I know she ain't supposed to be back <laughs> here. So the national anthem is over and I'm like, if I don't get her now, she's going on stage and I'll never, you know, at least not today, I'll never get to talk to her again. So I kneel in front of her and explain who I am very quickly. I work with Dr. Oz. I'm like, that's your boy, right? You know, like trying to catch her real quick. And she, you know, is people are trying to pull her away because, you know, to save or rescue her. And she's like kind of pushing them away. Like, let me listen. Let me hear what she's saying. And so I said, can I please, please have another picture? And she smiled. And I said, can we go into the light? And so she stands up and walks with me like 10 feet to a light source. And retake a picture, but like just during that time, I said, there's a quote that you shared um, in a magazine where you say that you define joy as a sustained peace, a connection to what matters. And I said, I've been practicing that. Is that 
like flowery words or is that like a true feeling that you feel like you're sustaining a piece and she touched her chest and she smiled and she's like, it's a feeling. And I'm like, ah, I knew it. That's why I'm here and that's why I'm meeting you. And then that was it. And then I left there um, shortly thereafter and I found out that I did not have backstage or VIP access to the concert (laughs) where Coldplay was going to (laughs) be. And I don't wait on lines and I don't do like stadium things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And so I just had kind of written that off, but then I got a message from Dr. Sudeigi and he says, hey, I got a friend I want you to meet for dinner tonight. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Who is it? And he said, it's Dr. Beckwith. Are y'all familiar with him? Dr. Michael Mm -hmm. Beckwith Mm -hmm. from The Secret um, the movie, okay. The Secret. Oh. Yeah, so I was excited, and I have dinner with him and his choir director, this woman named Miss Arne, and we hit it off. We talked for hours. Like, we shut the restaurant down. And at the end, he's like, hey, are you coming to the concert tomorrow? I'm like, uh, no, I don't think so. I got a regular ticket, and I don't do regular tickets. I don't feel like dealing with, you know, the crowds. And he's like, well, I'm doing the opening prayer, so maybe you can just roll with us, meet us in the morning, and come. And we'll see if we can get you in. He said, I can't make a promise, but we'll be on the stage. I'm like, no way. So I show up bright and early the next morning and re got in. And I was on stage watching Chris Martin walk around backstage chilling. (laughs) Talk to him. Don't get exactly. Talk to him a bit. You know, um, I'd been listening to uh, a head full of dreams a lot, especially the song Everglow. And I didn't know until right before I got to South Africa that he had written that song in the spirit of his own divorce. And so mm. I connected to that and I read the interview about it and how he had, you know, Gwyneth on the actual track. And, you know, I shared that with him that I didn't know. And I shared with him that I was in the early stages of my own divorce. And he's like, that's how it works. You know, so it was just, it was a beautiful trip, like a huge wink 
from the universe, from yeah. God, like to keep practicing this love and not needing this love to take any particular form. I needed to kind of let go and surrender what I thought my life should be and what I thought I should be mm. working toward. And the more I let go, and I know people don't like Kanye, but I heard him say something very similar. Like when he was trying to plan his life, it was not working. But when he let go, that's when God stepped in and started working. And that's what I was actively doing by feeling this inner love, this inner peace. And things started flowing. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here. And I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here. And I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Can I ask you, what do you activate in your, in you when, cause there's a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, let go, let go, let go. I got bills. I got kids. Mm -hmm. I don't have a cushion of money. I don't have fame. I don't have da, 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 da. How do I let go? Because I feel tethered to this job or this relationship yeah. or this city or this whatever. What do you, Letting what go kind of advice? is like, we think it's some kind of myth, like mystical, esoteric thing. Like right now, YouTube as mm -hmm. well, and everyone listening, relax your shoulders more and relax your stomach. I bet, weren't you both able to relax more than what you were or what you thought you were? Mm -hmm. Were you able to let go of some unconscious tension in your stomach, in your legs, in your feet, in your face? We have this armor on all day and it keeps our shoulders up high and our stomach clenched, almost like we're holding our breath. Letting go starts with relaxing into this moment over and over again. So my first recommendation and the first tip I share with everyone is to set a timer on your phone to go off once an hour and to just relax, like to put your sword down, put the armor down, take off your mask 
and just be fully in the moment. That's the beginning stages of it. And actually, if you just learned to relax more, like how do you feel when you're on vacation? How do you feel when you're living your best life? You are relaxed. When you're around the people you love, you feel like this, not like shoulders up, stomach clenched. You feel open. You feel soft. You feel good. You feel God. So just the simple act of relaxing the body relaxes your mind. And when your mind is calm, that's how you come into contact with that love. And the more you're in contact with it, the more evidence you see. So you begin to have, like you have a felt faith, and then that faith grows because you get to see the evidence of it, the fruit of it. And it does not take long. It will not take you two years to see the fruit. You start seeing the fruit the same day. You start seeing the fruit the same week. And if you continue to do it, your whole life changes. Everything changes. Mm. But you have to relax. We're not relaxed. How often do you let your shoulders down? And it's like if you're only doing it on vacation, if you're only doing it on Saturday, if you're only doing it, you know, when you finally get that date or when you finally get that message back or when you finally get that contract, you're not living. You have to be yeah. at home and happy in every moment and not humanly happy, connected to this happiness, this, this place inside that's already always happy. So it's not you have to be this, like, fake it till you make it. Like, that's an old school self-help thing. This is finding, mm -hmm. recognizing a place that's already relaxed inside, that's already always meditating, that's already always joyful, and you just stay plugged into that. You stay connected to it. You keep some attention there, and then you start seeing changes, and then that gives you the motivation to keep keeping <laughs> your attention there. It's the best advice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it works like I would not be telling y'all nothing that I like everything I share I have lived for years and I know what works and this works man it works it really it's works it's really Nikki when's your birthday what's your sign I'm a Taurus May 12th a Taurus I don't know anything um, about Taurus stubborn Taurus. stubborn <laughs> hard headed <laughs> Stubborn, hard-headed, lo love luxur like yes. love, to love things, love, love to comfort. be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom's I don't a do lines. Oh, I do not mm -hmm. do lines. I do not wait on lines. I do not like that. <laughs> <energy>. <laughs> but if I have to, a line. I find my love. What's a line you know to what? A dog. You know what? Though I had, I went to um, Kanye's. What's the the choir thing he was doing? You did Kanye's yeah. Sunday, Sunday Soul. Soul. So here's another I manifestation. So this was um, right before COVID happened, February last year. Is that last year? My, it's like Twilight Zone. Twenty, yeah. yeah. So last year, it was last year, and February, it was Super Bowl. I found out that he was coming to Miami. I'm in Clearwater, so it's a three and a half hour drive. I found out he's coming to Miami for Super Bowl like a week before it happens. I did not even know mm -hmm. Super Bowl was happening. Like I don't pay any attention to things, and so I immediately get on Instagram and start going through every video image I can find of people that are tagging others in videos. I messaged ASAP Rocky. He hit me back and was like, if I was going, I'd figure out how to get you a ticket, but I'm not. Um, I finally got to a woman who had the same last name as him. So I assumed it was a cousin. And she's like, you know, I'm in the choir, but you can come. You know, I'd love to have you as my guest because I don't have anybody in Miami. I'm like, dope. She's like, but it's just a, you know, a garden, like a yard. What do you call it? Like just like a standing room only, but outside mm -hmm. kind of seat. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's great. I just really want to be there because I was rocking it hard. I love that music. It feels good. Um, so I'd make the three-hour drive there, and I'm standing online, 
and but I'm in joy. I'm in joy in myself. I'm in love. And that line was a like a mile long, wrapped around. Oh, so that was a line you waited for. So I'm like, yes, I am in that line. And someone comes up to me, smiling from ear to ear, and she's like, Curly Nikki. And I'm like, I have been known by that name. And she gives me a hug and I hug her and she's like, thank you so much for all that you've done. And, you know, I've been a long time follower of yours. And she's like, you know, thank you. I love you. I'm like, thank you. I love you. And so she walks away and I'm just standing there beaming still. And then she comes back and she's like, I'm so rude. Do you want to come and wait in line with me and my boyfriend? I'm like, sure. Cause I was alone. And do you know she was at the front of the line? I know I'm that's like, right. Cause God. <laughs> so you know, I walk up there with her. So I get these exactly. <laughs> Ended up in there because she was at the front of the line. We were right up against the fence, so we were up in the front, right up in the front. Mm. So, and then he came on and he sang my favorite song first, which was "You Have Everything You Need." Right? I think that is like everything you need is the name of the song, and I was in mm. heaven. Yeah. See, Nikki likes Kanye West too. I She's do. rooting for sure. Kanye. I am. He'll be okay. I, I am He'll too. Be okay. I just want him to come home. I know. Come I know home. it. I know. I saw a picture today my sister sent of him. And How's I think he it was looking? in France. He had on a mask and he had on a puffer jacket, and it is um, absolutely warm outside. I was like, where is oh. he? And she was like, he's in France. And she's like, I'm pretty sure it's hot there too. He's, yeah, it's like the fashion, yeah, whatever. I know. And he had on his rubber okay. shoes. He had those, those Crocs. It was not, I, you know, I'm never mad at whatever it is. Like, I have been very agitated by his antics, but I can see through them. I can see through him, yeah. and I can see the pain, and I can see mm-hmm. the love. That's there. And we all have that mm-hmm. pain. And he does do things on purpose. And I can see that too. Yes. I can see that too. He's deeply feeling. It's his inner child yes. or children just screaming yes. out. Yes, yes. And there's so many different ones mm. that are like. Yes. So me, many me, different me, ones. Me, me, so me. Yes, so true. Yeah. But I mean, his first song was like be- about being what? Like very insecure and being like very self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And that's who he is. Yeah. You know, we can all relate to that. We would not go to the extents of like the things that he's done. Um, but there's a part of him who knows that I can relate if to. we were in his position because right. I don't ever want to live his life. Heck no. That's a hard life. Absolutely not. That's a lot. I'll tell you what. He makes good music. He is an artist <laughs> and I support mm-hmm. the music for sure. I love his music. Shout out to Kanye. Oh, Shout out to Kanye. Um, so, Nikki, you're a mom. You're a single mother. You're an entrepreneur. You are, that's enough. I'm not going to add anything else. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. That is enough. You're a black a person, woman. A woman, right. Just a being. How, is it really that simple? So you're telling me, you're telling me. I am. That if I just relax and breathe into the discomfort every day every and time. every time I feel triggered. Every time. That's it. This that is the practice. That is Girl, she breathing right now because you're irritating. Practice. <laughs> I ain't leaving. That is nothing is left out of that practice. I'm telling you. Nikki. I'm telling you, you're gonna breathe. <laughs> you're gonna breathe and release and relax your way to it's like the bridge to your new life. And there's so, a million like, other things. Shanti, we gotta breathe. Yes. Let's talk. Let's talk about 
Your how how do you how do you what's your relationship with productivity? What happens when you're stretched thin I'm and like stretched thin. I'm stretched thin now? Like I'm pulled in like what then directions. what? I think that's another key thing is I think that I often feel um, it's really interesting that you say non-duality because I'm like, girl, that is against we our brand, girl. What are you talking about non-duality? Duality <laughs> is a thing. She's like, non-duality. No, I'm like, oh. I get it. I get it. It's the ability to hold all of the things. All of the things mm-hmm. are one. It's not either one. or, black, yeah, white. I right. get it. But I often feel the way that I was raised and I was raised, my father practices like Hinduism. And so it was very much about in his in the way that I perceived it. Oh, your name means um, peace. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like about, you know, being in Maya, like being an illusion yes. or you're not an illusion. Mm-hmm. And it's like you either about this life or you're not about this I life. See. I see what you're saying. And so I'm mm-hmm. often like feeling like I'm falling short of not even close to the thing. And it's like either I'm going to work and I'm going to be in this world and I'm going to like be driven and have these kind of material goals and aspirations or I'm going to shave my head and say fuck it all Mm -hmm. and leave. And so I find myself, it's really hard for me to like do both and I don't see many examples or when I was raised as I was being raised um I don't see people doing both you know it's like either you are all about the bling or you're about this drive you're about doing this thing at the expense of your well-being your people that I see are very successful quote-unquote are often like not very happy and then you have people that are so-called about this life and they're just Poppers, they're there. It's just yeah. like I can't, I can't be a mom and survive and be that I know disengaged from yeah. the world. So I'm like, I, I have. So you just tell me all I gotta do is breathe, and then it'll just all come together. So somehow. you bring up Maya, which means illusion or like the dream that we're in. Right now, when we say you can either be about the bling or just like kind of giving everything up and, you know, being a pauper, you are identified, we are, like I'm not saying you, we are identified as the individual. You are saying I am Shanti and I can only do this or that. But what if you are not her? What if you are watching her and you are this, invisible non-dual awareness of her and what she's doing and so in this moment this moment and this is another practice I do which just helps to relax you every one is a every practice is a permission slip to get you into this loving awareness so I would say this moment right now where we're chatting could not be any other way y'all couldn't be anywhere else I couldn't be anywhere else Now, we could say, oh, well, I could be eating dinner or you could be with your kids or you could, you know, be out singing. (laughs) Like there's a your mind can say I could be I should Mm, be. But mm. this moment could not be any other way. And when you realize that you there's like a slight detachment 
but it doesn't mean that this thing, this object that you thought you were is going to stop doing things and start twiddling its thumbs and go sit in the corner. You're going to still watch it go to work and make money and be of service, but you're going to watch it be a little happier. You're going to watch it be a better, like in more deep and genuine service. You're going to watch it be more caring and empathetic. That's, it's like a natural side effect of you pulling out of being identified as that mm -hmm. ego. And so true meditation is a witnessing, stepping back into the witnessing position. I'm speaking, but I'm not speaking. You know, I'm aware of thoughts, but I'm not thinking. I'll, I'm walking, but I'm, there's a part of me that's not walking, that's seeing the walking, that's mm -hmm. witnessing Nikki mm -hmm. walk. And so mm -hmm. staying in that position enough, it will become clear that it's not that you have to make a decision between, you know, quitting your work and moving to a monastery, which that is a desire of mine to go to a cave. <laughs> like I would love to run away. My sister lost me in Spain in um, like a convent. And she was like, Nikki's never coming home. She's going to stay over there. She's going to put on a habit and she's never coming back. But like, so that's a desire that I'm aware of. But then I can come right back to. I'm in this ashram, in this love, always, no matter what Nikki is doing, no matter what Nikki is feeling, no matter what Nikki is thinking, I am this already, Word. this awareness Word. already, this Brahmin, if you're familiar with that, you know, with this, mm -hmm. the allness already. And so one of my favorite teachers, Neem Karoli Baba, Indian saint, he, someone asked him, or they said, my family, you know, has been into this bhakti yoga and, you know, forever. Um, but this Maya, it's so tricky. You know, they still get so worried about their kids and their work. And he's like, what Maya? It, there is no Maya. Mm -hmm. It's like the whole thing is an illusion. And we give it so much power. And so just stepping back, relaxing into the witnessing position, you see more clearly. But if you're not there yet and you at home have no idea what I'm talking about, just keep like, relaxing. What? We walking, but we not walking. We talking, know, but we not I know, talking. I know, I know. <laughs> They're like, she talking right now. I'm right now. <laughs> I hear her. Yes. No, I get and it. I promise. It's like, I I'm not it. high. I do still drink <laughs> wine, you know, sometimes, but not as often because I like this natural high, you know, because I don't come mm. down and I don't get a hangover. <laughs> and it yeah. doesn't make me eat. Snack. I still eat a lot of snacks, but it doesn't make me eat, you know, snacks all night either. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's a beautiful, a beautiful joy that is accessible to everyone because it is where you are always. And you just have to remember, you just have to wake up to it. And that's yeah, what, I, that's, that's it. Antoinette and I talk about it often as just like the first step of like feeling your, like feeling your body, right? Because we are so mental and in our heads and then identifying with everything that comes into our heads that we're like having outer body. We're not even in our body. So it's like feeling your heart race, feeling, you know, the excitement, feeling the discomfort, feeling yes. the pleasure for yes. Christ's sakes. It's like, okay, that's the first step. Yeah. And then, you know, being a witness to that, realizing that, oh, me feeling these things, there's another layer of yeah. witnessing that you're feeling the things yes. and then realizing that you're not even those things. Right. But that, you're seeing them come and go. Levels to it. Right? You see the Do anger you? come and go. You see the pleasure yeah. come and go, but you're not those things because you're the yeah. one thing that sees it come and you see mm -hmm. it go. So let me ask you Do you feel 
in your opinion, when you're on this journey, it seems very healing and, and enlightening, right? Do that, does that come at the same time or do you heal and then you get deeper and then you mm. can become enlightened? Because I feel like right now I have a lot of ache in me mm. where like I ache for certain things mm. and I ache to get re- to unlearn certain things. And like I'm actively working on that. Um, but I, I feel like I, I almost sometimes feel like I need to do that first but I'm like in that doesn't this come right so there's this you said something about holding things like being able to have things be one and this thing it it, I asked that because this struck me I saw this of course on Instagram where I get all of my deep um, philosophic (laughs) kind of spiritual guidance (laughs) (laughs) and it said how do you know you're healing and then it says when sadness when the sadness and joy can live together in your chest and you can hold them both Mm. with love and that sat that struck me and I was like oh my god I feel like that's where I'm getting Mm -hmm. to where like I can acknowledge these two things exist Mm -hmm. right but I'm like damn I I Shanti said Back in the day, I have a Buddha belly and no enlightenment. That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> where I'm like, did I say I that? Is, <laughs> yeah, that is genius. Y'all are so funny. Y'all are funny. That's, That's good. what she said. Really I was good. like, yo, I identify. I have a Buddha belly, but I don't necessarily think I'm enlightened yet. <laughs> I'm still over here like this shit hurt, yeah, but you know, I woke hurt. up this morning, so shout out to Sky Daddy. <laughs> right, right. Like that's so that's funny, kind yeah. of the raggedy vibes I'm on. Y'all are good. So I, I guess I I asked because I I'm I'm trying. But I, I'm trying to understand the steps, or maybe they're all different, no, you're or maybe right. you there know no for steps. everyone. What you just that quote? Damn, I like <laughs> steps. I know I like that's points. the mind, that's the ego, <laughs> the ego. And you said like you're a project manager, like you're always looking for something mm-hmm. new to to like organize. This is literally what you just said in that quote. You know, to recognize that there's going to be a human sadness and a human happiness, and you can't get one without the other. They're just the they're this. It's one coin, two sides. So you're going to be happy today, mm. sad tomorrow. You might be happy mm. now and sad later today. There's human happiness and sadness here every day, human excitement and human fear here every day. But there is something that is not coming and going. And your only responsibility, truly, your only responsibility is to figure out what that is. And it's been with oh, you, wow. it is you this whole time, witnessing that body mm. grow and change and her thoughts change and her desires change. And it's witnessing this now. It is manifesting as this now moment where it's this voice and it's those voices, you know, and it's those thoughts and the thoughts here. It's just this one thing. And all we have to do is recognize when those feelings come and when those thoughts come, they do not obstruct this thing, this love. And you just have to see through the bad and see through the good. I had a mantra in 2018, I'd say, not good humanhood, not bad humanhood, Christhood. You can use any other word for Christhood if you're not comfortable with that word. And not Christ like Jesus, the man, but like Christ, like that spirit, that love that you can't see that's not personal. And so I would use that especially like at airports because people are crazy. And so to be able to see through humanhood to the love that we all are, it completely takes the legs out from up under any argument or any judgment or anything that you would have with the moment. And you Hmm. relax 
into that. You dissolve into that. You let that replace you. And then your human, your ego, this costume shows up brighter, shinier, happier, you know, willing to be of service. Because how do you feel like when you are happy, truly, you want to help people. You want to help other selves. And that's like the true golden rule when you see that they're not others. They're just other forms of you, of this love. And there's no one to be afraid of and no one to be jealous of and no one to compete with and no one to hate because it's all you. It's all Mm. God. Not you, little human you, not Shanti, not Nikki, not Antoinette, but you as consciousness, as love. Yes. Yeah. That stay, you said that stays, there's something that stays constant. Yes. And that's all you're doing. You're holding that thread of that constancy through. You're on the toilet. You're in the kitchen. You're on, you're in in the driveway. You're at the airport. You're on the beach. What didn't change? All the scenes changed. The people Mm. changed. The thoughts changed. The time seemed to change. The clock is going around. But something has not changed. The body Body, changes. Yeah. The sensations that make up the body are changing from moment to moment. But what, and you can do that tonight in meditation. What is the same when I sat down 10 minutes ago? It's right now. There's something that has not changed. And you just keep coming. That's the being. being. Capital B-E. And it's so familiar. It's so close. Like they say, closer than hands and feet, closer to you than breathing. It's Mm -hmm. like, because it's so close, you overlook it. And if you just stop overlooking it, you recognize, oh, okay, that's the reason I need to be this, be in this. That's my purpose. And then you start living your true purpose. Your passion becomes very apparent and you start living that. I have a question for you. I, I went back on Tumblr. Nice. I was scrolling, seeing all, this th- all these photos and things. And it said your singlehood is sacred. And so I'm in a place in my relationship now. Um, I don't live with my partner, but so much of my own personal discomfort, so much of my um, wounds that I have, I find myself now that I've kind of like been taking some steps back and looking at myself. I see how much I project onto him and vice versa. And realizing, one, that how, how beautiful, one, t- to be in partnership, you know, there's friendship, there's business partners, you know, that's going to bring out everything. But when you're like in an intimate relationship with someone, you're constantly being shown the mirror of how you identify and believe all of the thoughts that come into your head and how you constantly want to put that on this person. Like this nigga did this. He won't do this. It must mean this. Mm -hmm. And so how have you found? And so I, I've, I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm sorry. I've been been putting so much stuff on you. Also, you need to get your own shit together, but also like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I've been putting so much stuff on you. And also I'm going to take a step back and really, be with myself in a way that I have been avoiding for forever. Antoinette says, girl, you've never been single. And I'm like, whatever. But it's also like, what is it that I'm trying to avoid? (laughs) Whatever. And it's feeling, um, I hate it and I love it. And I'm wondering how you and if, you know, that has 
if you're experiencing the same thing and now being, it's hard being a single mom because you still have, you don't have anybody yeah. to balance their energy off of, but it still like helps you. Um, when you're alone, it's just like, all right, this is me. Yeah. No, I hear you. I feel you. That mirror, like you said, is tough. And I made like a pledge to myself, you know, I dibbled and dabbled in a little dating and I'm just not about that life. Not at this point, I don't think, you know, because when I say that until I can recognize him as me, as this love and not need him to be other and other, because mm. that's what I do immediately. It's easy for me to see the cashier at Target as me. It's an easy practice when they're not that close. Right. Um, it's easy for me even to see my children now, you know, as God in drag, you know, as these little forms of God. But when it is that intimate relationship, there's so much baggage still there that I'm healing, that mm. I am trying to unpack, that it's very challenging for me to not make him an other. It's very mm -hmm. challenging for me to continue the practice with him. And so until I can do that, until I can look out, and see only one being showing up as him, knowing that there's one being pretending to be two, me and him. I can't mm -hmm. do it yet. <laughs> I can't do it yet because there's still it's so many challenges. And, and like I said, I've tried. Um, and I do want a companion. I don't know if I ever want, like, I think that was Whoopi that was like, I don't ever want nobody in my house again. Like, don't this live in my house. It was house. her. Honey. I yes. was like, I have never related to something more you deeper. You are not married because I don't want the nobody. You're Taurus that ever done Taurus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't feel that. Don't touch my thing. Exactly. I like the idea of a companion to travel and eat and talk and, you know, work with and build with. But having separate households, maybe? <laughs> like, I don't know that's, if that's a thing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's how I, I'm listen. feeling. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, that feels mm. good. Even though I'd probably cry if they didn't want me to be uh -huh. at their house every day. So. Yeah, and so I'm crazy. So there's a little, I can tell. I'm like, if I like them a lot, like, maybe I want them to be around more. But there's, I like my space and I like my yeah. time and the spiritual work, even though I don't need it to be separate from the rest of my life anymore. Cause that was a thing, a very challenging thing where I needed to be in meditation for several hours a day. And that's not, it was not conducive to life. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I like my space and I like my time and I would like to share some of it, you know, with someone. But I think that we all have to get to a place, like you said, that place of awareness and Shanti, you can't, you're not going to have all of it healed before you get into a relationship. I don't think it's necessary to, but I think the awareness of it, the witnessing of it is the healer. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a process. It, it's yeah. It's like, you have to be in the position to watch. So you have to be woke enough to be in a relationship, to watch yourself mm -hmm. and to watch your triggers and to see the projections. And you sound like you're doing mm. that. So if you're seeing the projections and you're seeing the thoughts and you're seeing the fears and the old wounds, you're doing all that you can do. And then it's just the yeah. human suffering that we go through and what we put ourselves through. And if you want to deal with that, you know. Right. Ciao. <laughs> I'm like, is she seeing it? Or is she calling me? And I'm like, bitch, you should. <laughs> Yeah. I do the same thing, Shanti. Like, I mean, I'm sure if we compared notes, we're, no, like, it's we're the hard. same person. It's hard. We are the be same like, being. You know what? <laughs> yeah. 
It's a trip. But um, no, it's been, it's been, um, I, I have detached just a little bit more from like wanting to have, be inside of this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It changes um, everything. I told a story on my podcast that my grandpa on his deathbed couldn't speak, but he wrote a note that said, watch Nikki. And I thought that, well, my family, my parents, I was 16 and I worked at the mall. So they thought I was being fast. So they were like, oh, grandpa, you must know. We need to watch Nikki. You know, what's she going to do? And then I thought, well, maybe watch Nikki meant Nikki's going to do great things. And then as I started practicing this meditation more, I came upon this true supreme meditation, which is to watch that body like it's someone else. Watch that body like you're watching a movie. And I'm like, maybe it was a mm. message to me when I was ready mm-hmm. to see it and to understand it because I learned later mm. that he was a meditator, that he practiced these things, that he learned these things overseas when he was in the military. And wow. so, I, and I can't say that that's what he meant, but I like to believe that that's what he meant because watching. He could have met all three, yeah. child. Right, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> she fast. <laughs> right? <laughs> Watch her. She fast. She going to do great things. <laughs> and she going to have this double consciousness, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Exactly what it meant. That is what it all meant. Shout, is shout out to That's Grandpa. So duality, the duality of it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shanti, what before? It, are you about to try to wrap this up? Because I got a request. What before you do? I would. I'm wondering if you can lead us, Nikki. We have this thing called an around the way affirmation that we do. Oh, child, I thought no, they're not she always as beautiful. Fire. As yours. <laughs> Oh no, she's gonna do rapid fire, but we need a we need a affirmation. Okay. The way this rapid fire is gonna go, she's gonna be like, "This is beneath me." Whatever, this um, is beneath me, man. Let's but tell our raggedy asses to lower our shoulder. Come on, lead us. We need us an this. affirmation. Okay. All right. So. Oh, you gonna yes, do it? Nikki gonna do oh, it. I, All right, I it's not, just it's not gonna be no, raggedy. I'm not gonna do no, it. please. Go no, I don't wanna do it. No. Nikki, please do it. Save us because ours are like. Go, Nikki. They ain't right. Oh God. <laughs> How long do y'all do it? Until you know what to do until the spirit says, stop, girl. Oh, good Lord. All right, now. All right. So wherever you are, get comfortable and close your eyes if it's safe to do so. And just come fully into this moment, which is not a moment of time. It's one of presence, of beingness, of love. And just become aware that you're breathing. Breath is happening, hopefully effortlessly where you are. And just give thanks to that smile, to your breath that's happening. And smile to your heart that's beating. Try to hear, listen for your heart beat. Become alert and attentive and just try to hear it beating and notice that even if you can't hear it your mind got quiet because you were listening and when you're listening you're not thinking and when you're not thinking you feel good you feel God And in this silence, this big quiet, you can relax your body more. You can dissolve 
you can bring up a person that you love. It can be someone that's moved on. It can be someone that is here still, but an unproblematic person that doesn't bring up any negative thoughts. Someone that you love. It could be a pet. And I want you to just have that image of them and feel that love bubble up, that love rush into you. Let their image, their the memory you have of them right now trigger this feeling of love. And let your face smile and let that smile point back to that same love. And then we drop the image of that person or that pet, but we hold the love. And you can keep smiling and loving and knowing that this love is what you are and everything else that you thought you are, you are not that. This good feeling that you're aware of, this God feeling where you are, is your good. It is the presence of your wealth. It is the presence of your health. It is the presence of your healthy relationship. You're not attracting these things. This presence is that, and it takes the forms when it is needed. And so now become very aware of that love again, and I want you to open your eyes and look around the room that you're in from the feeling of love. Look from that feeling. Look with the eyes of love at your couch or at your chair, at your lamp, at your, for me, at my camera. You're holding everything in this light, in this love. And when you're doing that, when you're holding other stuff and others in love, you're holding yourself there. And as long as you're holding yourself there, that love is holding you. That love is carrying you. And you'll be blessed. Miracles abound here. You just have to stay here. I call it our throne. You have to stay on the throne. And so that can be the affirmation. I am on my throne. Always. And that's where we stay even when bad moods come. And we stay here even when negative situations come. We don't step down off the throne. We stay on the throne and we watch the stuff come and go from love, in love. Everything's coming and going in love. So I don't know if that was an affirmation, but that's my lived experience. Yes. Ashe, namaste, mm-hmm. a baby. <laughs> Thank you. Because we weren't going to sound like that. <laughs> going to be like, ah, oh, y'all, you got to breathe real deep. <laughs> And then you two can be Oprah and them. <laughs> no, thank you so much. I am on my throne always. That's going on a sticky note. Oh, Nikki. Nikki, yeah. before we get into... Should, I, I think that after that, people really... I would really love it if you would share two things. For people who are starting their, you know their journey into diving deep into themselves, mm-hmm. right? Um, where, what's something that, you, a couple, maybe some books or some things that you recommend that definitely you gave us the breathing. And then also please tell folks where they can find you daily, 
where they can engage and where they can, you know, just continue to to be in community with you. Yes, thank you. So books, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is hands down like one of the it's a classic but a lot of people find it dry and difficult to get into. So you should get it and it should be on your bookshelf so that when you're ready for it, it's there. But if you find that one difficult, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer is way more, it's like a little bit more fast paced and a little bit more relatable because he calls the inner voice that, you know, inner voice that you have like a roommate that's not very nice. Mm. And so it's just a little, the story is easier to follow, but it's the same teaching, just different words. Um, I also like Joel Goldsmith. So if, if you were raised Christian and you like Bible passages, Joel Goldsmith really breaks this down. He's like a non-dual Christian, even though he's, he was Jewish. He died in the 60s. He has tons of talks that are still on YouTube, but his book, The Infinite Way, is his mm. like textbook. And there's probably a PDF for free because it's so old. It was written in the 40s. But that book changed my life in 2016. It changed my life. And I still listen to his talks, and I still read his books, and I still share his quotes on almost a daily basis, Joel Goldsmith. And actually, Eckhart Tolle, that that was his teacher. <laughs> so it's like, okay. just go right to the source if you want. And again, it's going to be kind of, it was written in the forties. So the, the language is a little like antiquated, but if you can catch the vibe and do what he's saying to do and practice this love, you'll see changes so quick that you won't need to read anything to convince you to practice. Um, so that's that. And you can find me everywhere at Curly Nikki, and it's Curly, C-U-R-L-Y-N-I-K-K-I. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which I'm beginning to use again. And my new podcast where I talk about this every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Get, go to Apple. It's called Good Mornings with Curly Nikki, and it's short. It's like 5 to 10 minutes, sometimes 15 minutes, but it's short quotes and spiritual practices, like homework for the day. So like today, we're staying on the throne. Maybe tomorrow, we're holding love's hand. The next day, we're relaxing into love. But like keeping an intention that reset in the morning, keeping it all day, um, it helps. You have to inundate yourself with this the way the world like fills you up with all of its crap. You have to fill yourself up with this love until you see that there's only love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. And we'll link we'll link all of that in the description, good people. So you have it. Thank you. You have Shanti? the rapid fire questions? Oh, I'm doing it? Or you want me to send it to you? You usually like to do this. Okay. Or no, I could do it. I I have them up. All right. <clears throat> Shanti, break down the rules, please. Okay, Nikki. Now I'm nervous. You have <laughs> You have three seconds to answer these questions. It's you can't offer any justification, explanation, or questions <laughs> to it. You just go with the answer that your gut tells you, your spirit tells you, love okay. tells you to go with. So Excellent. you can choose to um, pass on some, but here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Malcolm or Martin? Martin. Generational wealth or familial happiness? Ooh, generational wealth. Jay or Nas? Jay. Mac or Sephora? Sephora. 
Palestine or Israel? Palestine. In the light or in the dark? In the light. Prince or Michael? Prince. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Trader Joe's all day. <laughs> Voodoo or brown sugar? Say that again. Voodoo or brown sugar? Oh, brown. D'Angelo Alves. Brown sugar. Brown sugar. <laughs> yeah. A seat at the table or lemonade? Ooh, lemonade, which I only discovered recently. Oh, a girl. <laughs> I know. It was great when I it was like 2017. No, 2019. You watched the movie. You watched the doc. I started though, right? listening to the music just recently, like 2019 or something crazy. Like and so that. you haven't, you've seen the visual though, just right? Just the clips on Instagram. I haven't. Oh, no, Also, I, no. just, I just started listening to Homecoming, the album, like a week oh, ago. Oh, it's amazing. And I'm like, this Homecoming, is the best the thing that happened in amazing. my life. My sister was Nikki, like, why okay. are you always so much? We're taking a break. I told Nikki, you I was you under have a to rock. Get Didn't I tell you I was under a rock? It's on. I will. I'll do it. I will buy this for you, <laughs> you and send it. You have to watch just, Lemonade because the, the album is... The album is Dookie a C compared in to comparison this. to what the body of work is. Really? When you hear it and see it, especially given your journey, you're going to be like, oh! I will. I'll do because it. the album do it. doesn't bring it ten. It doesn't Girl, button I'm so it up the way you. it needs to be buttoned. We done broke our own too. rules. Hurry up. Oh, I know. I'm go sorry. I'm sorry. I got 9% sorry. left. I got 9% left. We got to make this. <laughs> okay. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? <laughs> Y'all are so crazy. Uchi Wally Wally. <laughs> I live. Love Jones or Jason's lyric? You know what? I never saw either of them because I was raised in a very strict household and those movies were rated okay. R. I know that's right. Keep those little <laughs> you grown now, though. So I know. I know. There's no excuse now. Excuse There's anymore. no excuse now. I understand. <laughs> Let's go. Nuck if you buck or Annie up? Nuck if you buck. I love you. <laughs> Rihanna or Beyonce? Oh, good Lord. That is not a fair question. Beyonce, though. That's who I listen to pretty much every day. <laughs> Biggie or Pac? Pac. Erica or Jill? Erica. SWV or Escape? Ooh, that's hard. That's really hard. I need a song from Escape to be able to make my judgment. Well, then you already you know. Exactly. Mm, it's got to be SWV. Flats or drums? What? Oh, flats. Yeah, Absolutely flats. Okay. Are you, do you eat I don't meat even Nikki? eat meat, but if when I was, like, I, flats, hands down. Don't give me no drums. <laughs> I love doing? that energy. <laughs> Netflix or Hulu? Uh, Netflix. Travel back in time or forward in time? Mm, forward all day. Wow. I was going to ask this, but Homecoming or Black is King, have you seen I them? I have not seen either of them. Just watch Homecoming. I will. Blackest King was beautiful. Really? You're a monster. I'm going to watch both. I'm yeah. going to catch up on things slowly. I love that. Wow. Video. I'm about to go in my cave. <laughs> you should. Your inner <laughs> ashram. <laughs> travel back in time or travel forward in time? I, did she we do that one? Uh, did we just go back in time? We I went back apologize. in time. We went back. Wow. <laughs> oh, I my just... God. We went back. See, I was told that <laughs> I couldn't like go back in time. I'm convinced they are high <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> I promise we're not high. Prove your point or <laughs> prove your point or pray for peace. Pray for peace. Peace all day. I don't need to be right. I just need my peace. Amen. Uh buy stocks or buy flights. Ooh, I'm about that flight life. I like to go places. Protection or pull out in prayer. <gasps> Sorry. I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh 
What else do we have? Oh God, I'm getting. Um, I have anxiety. <laughs> Don't be. Relax uh, your shoulders and breathe. Would even make you sense. You are not your thoughts. <laughs> right. Toni Morrison or Allison or Alice Walker. Ooh, Alice Walker. Sundress or sweatpants. Lately, sundress. Defund or abolish. Oh, abolish. And finally, love and light or money and dicks. Mm, love and That's light. That's our tagline. Ignore us. Okay. <laughs> and then and then money and dicks like immediately following. <laughs> but love and light. Love and light first. Love and That's light over the everything. Love and light over everything. We can hold them at they're one. Yes, yes, yes. The same coin. I get yes. it. All right. Nikki, it's really a pleasure, pleasure catching up with you. And I think we are both really honored that after you've come out of your your cave, that like you even shared space with us. And I'm just so still inspired by you and rooting for you, always rooting for you, both of us. Like, we love you. Oh, I love you. Yeah. You are loved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry it took me, I think it was a year ago we started talking about doing this. And I'm like, I'm not out of the cave yet I need a little bit more time so thank you for being patient with me thank you for loving me thank you for loving me while I was in the cave you know Uh, yeah of course sure of course no it's coming a perfect time perfect time yeah now you all are beautiful you've helped me so much like become the woman that I am today you you know the, the energy that you've always given the encouragement you know when you were vocal about it when it was like coming from this silent love too you know I've always felt that I've always considered you friends sisters you know family soul family yes. so thank Nikki, you uh, call us when you go in the cold play you probably gonna be the beyonce <laughs> concert soon call your sister girl when you out. when I you at jay-z and beyonce's dinner on the line get y'all at love least facetime somebody we gonna make you it can't go see beyonce <laughs> if you haven't watched love you're right i'm going to that she can do whatever she i'm sure after i see it then i'll be able to meet her and then maybe we can all have a retreat yes. Right, Roll yes. The Beyonce gonna be like, I am love. <laughs> that was good. But just so you know, Homecoming is on Netflix, oh, so I you can just watch that. My meal Nikki, my vegan corn dog. I'll load it up. Yeah, I feel like I lemonade is, be- is is. I wept. Home- Homecoming. Really? Yes. Is an entertainment where you're just like, wow, she's a Goliath. Like, what an Man, athlete. That what album a being. is insane. I've been listening to it like it's brand new. Like, I was listening to it. But Lemonade is from, week. like, a spiritual. You're like, oh, she's. Yeah. Oh, she's. Yeah, Lemonade, when you watch that, you're going to just be like. Wow. And you're going to rewatch it and say, wow. I will text y'all wow. as soon as I watch it. Please do. Yeah. I'm about to watch it tonight and cry. <laughs> I am. All right, anyway. Nikki. Thank you, you so much. This is divine timing. I was freaking out the whole time because I had my computer wasn't completely charged and I left my charger at my mother's and I, it worked out. Everything always Humble. works out. This moment couldn't have been any other way. Nope. We are. No. Child. And that's the line I'm going to use on internet every time. Girl, it <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have been be any other way. way. <laughs> and then you're like, get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> couldn't have been any other way, though. <laughs> couldn't have been any other way. Like, this is what we hear now. You're you not your body. That, this gonna... isn't real. Right. But this <laughs> isn't real. Okay. So okay. It's an illusion. It's just Maya. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad when you do that. I girl, blame it on me. Please, y'all, your shoulders relax, girl. First of all. Just blame it on me. Blame it on me. 
But it couldn't be. Like, we can't said. get this time back. <laughs> Mickey has said this. All right. Real. Yeah. All right, everybody. So you're welcome for this. Damn it. <laughs> This was this shit. We could charge for this. This was a class. This was a master class. But y'all, make sure you follow Nikki. I think I'm gonna. I've already subscribed. I'm gonna start my day oh, with it you. daily because I got to get my life together slowly Girl. but surely. And um, yeah, I think with that we are out. You have just heard an around the way curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.